full apology to my double D brother, Elmer Fudd, over at Justin <laughs> Guardians. Because a game that came out in the beginning of 2017, it's a franchise that I loved, but I, I trash talked the game a lot because I didn't like <laughs> it at the time. And that is Mass Effect Andromeda. Not but nice. realizing that once you get through like two or three hours worth of gameplay, I'm having a blast with it. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook. Download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash just some guardians. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone and Android, Kindle, or M3 player. Do you struggle with reading, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> Have someone <laughs> read it out loud to you. <laughs> If you struggle like I do, then make sure to go to audible.com for your free Audible trial. Just type in audibletrial.com slash just some guardians. The more you know. Uh, Actually, when I was reading through that, I, I, like, as I was like, audible, I, I actually didn't know how to pronounce that for a second. I was like, audible? What the heck is an audible? Audible. Domingo, Domingo, Domingo. Uh, okay, so that's the thing that happened. Also, welcome to episode 59 of Just Some Guardians. <laughs> uh, we're diving back into Destiny content this week. We have some uh, distractions happening, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be great. Uh, <laughs> I'm Emmer Fudd. I'm going to be trying to hold this dumpster fire together. Um, <laughs> Good luck. So we've got the uh, the effervescent Russell here. I've got the gasoline. <laughs> What's up, dude? Uh, well, you said dumpster fire, so I brought the gasoline and the the tire, rubber tire, rubber tire. What the tire and the rubber? Yeah, the tire rubber, the rubber tire. You, dude, you nailed that first try. Michelin well, mostly the gasoline. John Cena will be there anytime, buddy. You just hang on. It'll be okay. Did you say gasoline filled condoms? No, I said Michelin <laughs> brand condoms. <Gosh>. Michelin <laughs> brand condoms. Okay. I was gasoline filled condoms. condoms. Wow. And I was like, that is brilliant. <laughs> oh my God. I saw something, something popped up on my YouTube yesterday that was condoms open in a wind tunnel. <laughs> like, so the thumbnail is this guy holding <laughs> It's actually kind of brilliant because it would show what'll hold up and what'll snap. <laughs> That's actually a really good test. Uh, also with us, returning, we have my ever sensual co-host Nicholas. Hello. What's up, buddy? Welcome back. It's it's good to be part of the world of the living. Yeah, you've been. Uh, well, I mean, you're still sick, right? On and off, up and down. Yeah, it's not pretty. I'm sure you make it look gorgeous, though. 
today at work, people were looking at me like, are you all right? <laughs> My, the woman who sits right behind me, her name is Patricia, love her to pieces. She says to me, are you going to pass out? <laughs> oh, no. I'm like, what are you talking about? And she goes, you are pale. So I went to the bathroom to check. Uh, hell yeah. I was like ghost white. Big bags under my eyes. Isn't that the best when you think you've got yourself together and you get to work and someone's like, you look like shit. And you're like, oh, yeah, thanks. It makes you feel nice and, nice and you know, good. Tomorrow people will be bringing you flowers and get well soon cards and be like, no. I thought you died. <laughs> the service was planned. It was going to be beautiful. I bought a black yeah. veil. And now you're here. I had a cake. I didn't even keep the receipt. This is bullshit. You you owe me money. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, one of the people there would probably be like that. But no, it's 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 good. I'm feeling a little better. Good. I'm glad, dude. Yes. So uh, it's not just us tonight, guys. Um, (laughs) Lucky you. Returning to us for the third time, guys. We have. Sentinel Pappy. Ooh, Sentinel Pappy. Boy, Pappy. Ooh, get deep in my ears. <laughs> What's up, boys? What's up, dude? Thanks for Thank thanks for having me thrice. Yeah, thanks for inviting yourself onto the show. Appreciate it. Yeah, you. no problem. Absolutely. <laughs> so, I think I think this is the first time I've been able to put a face to the name because I think the last time you were on the show was when we were still doing the PSN chat. Uh, well, no, I was on it where it was me, um, oh, Hatchy that's... Dave, and Brett. But yeah, um, the PSN chat, yeah, and I remember I um, I forgot I was um, I was streaming at the time. Yes. And um, yes. you guys were um, oh, yeah. doing your uh, D&D recap. And my viewers is like, what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> Who are these people? Again, like, can you guys uh, pause your show real quick? I, I, I got to say bye to my stream. <laughs> like, oh, oh, no, no. Yeah. Uh, but again, uh, thank you so much. Pleasure to be here again. Absolutely, dude. And uh, also, uh, not Saint 14 Project Technical anymore. Project Guardians. Uh, guys. Mm-hmm. Yep. We've tried and we've tried to get this man on here. And it's finally occurred. Guys, we've got Average Joe here. Finally. Hey. Finally. I'm here. Thanks for having me. Dude, of course. Thank you for being here. I was so excited when you got a hold of me. It's like, so this Thursday, are you recording? It's like, no, man. I'm all yours. And uh, it worked out. Even though I cursed the stream for about 40 minutes. Yeah, that was was fun. (laughs) We survived. We moved forward. Um, so speaking of hopefully surviving, uh, we were going to have Buster Knuckle from RNG cast here tonight. Um, <laughs> thoughts and Where prayers to him and his family. Fun story. Um, oh dear. <laughs> this crazy intense colder than Antarctica freeze happening, uh, destroyed oh, something locally. So he lost all power and heat to his house. Oh, so no. he's got a bunch of like. Uh, propane heaters that he's circling in a bedroom and they're cuddling up with the dog under the blankets and hopefully going to survive the night. So. Oh my oh gosh. My gosh. <laughs> that happened to Jake and I last year 
when it was like 20, 20-ish degrees outside, and it was hell. I mean, it was out for almost three days, and it was awful. I can't even imagine it in this weather. Yeah. 20. It's like it's T-shirt weather for us. I'll tell you that right now. No, it's freezing, man. Anything below 45 degrees outside, and the inside of your house is just going to be absolutely oh, yeah. terrible. Mm-hmm. I live in Texas, and anything below 60 degrees is cold for me wimp yeah i love it when you say it's like like right now it's negative five outside somebody in california is like dude it got down to like 58 last night i had to go buy a coat (laughs) the city shut down i'm from wisconsin and we have family from florida and they came up to spend christmas with us one year and it was an abnormally warm december like 40 degrees at one point and so we're all outside in shorts and t-shirts playing in the backyard they are bundled up i mean like top tier hats gloves scarves snow pants looks like the kid from a christmas tale or christmas story i i I have the opposite experience i'm from uh massachusetts but i live in atlanta and all my in-laws are you know from the south and from georgia and alabama so whenever it gets like below, I don't know, like 58, 50, like my, my father-in-law is like, oh, you better go to the grocery store, get bottled water, get, get batteries, bread get bread, <laughs> red, get red some milk bread. and eggs. You won't have power and gas, but God damn it, you're going to cook eggs somehow. <laughs> uh, like, I'm just like, dude, they... They they're they're talking about like maybe sort of having something that kind of resembles snow for like seventeen minutes. <laughs> Shuts down the city. Yeah. They, they do like like they they yeah. they canceled school um for my kids like a on Tuesday on Tuesday it it, it was like thirty four in the morning and by the afternoon it was sixty seven. <laughs> Like there's enough snow to make a foot. There's a awesome if you are elderly, snow, you will not and there's today. one plow in the town, and it's in Bernie's yard. Well, well no, it's it was, in it was yard. rusted to the ground. It was like down down here in Atlanta. It was like six years ago, and they actually got like ice and actual snow. Like where I grew up, maybe like uh, too freaking bad. You're going to school, you go to work, but uh, but down here, like the, I think they said they had three snow plows in the whole metropolitan area. And so they just shut everything down. <laughs> it's crazy. I, I lived South. in Alabama for a little while. And yeah, for reals, it gets below 60 degrees and people are like, go get bread and milk, go get bread and milk. You go We're to the store, aisle is empty. Completely <laughs> empty of bread. You go over to the milk, there's nothing left except for skim milk because nobody in the South buys skim milk because it's water <laughs> that's pretending to be milk. I buy skin Damn milk, right. bitch. <laughs> so you like then water? you, sir, are a whore. See, I want the nutritional value of the milk without the unnecessary fat. At that without point, any it's of all about unnecessary of fat. the milk. So, meanwhile, <laughs> up here in Michigan and Wisconsin, negative 20 standing temperature. Everything, <clears throat> carry on. Everything is normal. This yep. is normal. Oh, yeah. That's just I can't even. Nope. Uh, this it this got, is fine. I got off work the other day, and um, I got in my truck. I was like, "Oh, it's eight degrees," and it didn't bother me because I was talking to you all day. I was like, "Yeah, that's not too bad." 
It's like negative 40 over there. I think I'll be okay. <laughs> yeah. Where I'm from, right. like, where we lived before we moved, it was like the, the standing temperature was negative 32 yesterday. Wind chill was negative 50. <sighs> and I'm like, how, how do you, like, three minutes outside, exposed skin, you've got frostbite. Three minutes. That's insane. To me, that sounds like people shouldn't live there. Well, you can stay where you are. I I will. (laughs) I will. Okay. You will be. All right. So that was the weather from Just Some Gardens. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Tune in in next Saturday. Oh, yes. Uh, Man caught pooping in neighbor's chimney. News at 11. Uh, all right. me. I'm sorry, all right? I thought that the kids needed a little present under their trees. I just thought, you know. Hey, let's take a shit. <laughs> yes. You see, it was... It's not coal. <laughs> you know, it's my nutrition at the time, coal. it's kind of like a harder, so it kind of bounced out of the chimney, right under the tree. It was magical. <laughs> no, what happened is, is as, I'm, as I'm pooping... I could actually feel the flames start to lick up at my bum, and I turned around, and it was like somebody had poured gasoline on it, just shooting up the chimney. And for our one listener that likes poop stories, you're welcome. Uh, someone literally wrote. Taco Bell that day. Someone literally wrote and said, "If you ever stop telling poop stories, I will unsubscribe immediately." So there you go. That's for you. You're welcome. All right, uh, for our guests, a couple questions for you guys. <laughs> Let's just uh, ride from poop to shit. Let's go. Um, What's your best poop story? <laughs> so you guys switched God. from Saint Fourteen Project to Project Guardians. Do you want to talk about that? What what caused that switch? Um, yeah, yeah. I, th- I I think Joe and I had just kind of um, uh, flirted with the idea for a while, and it uh, it just turned into like we, you know, un- uh, unless you know Destiny and Bungie, like what Saint Fourteen really doesn't mean anything. Um, <laughs> No, I'm saying unless. Um, so we we really want to reach uh, a wider um, uh, group of people um, that that care about mental health. Um, so uh, you know that was kind of our idea behind it. Now the podcast is still, you know, we still have it as a Saint Fourteen Project podcast as like a Project mm-hmm. Guardians production. But you know, it's just kind of where we came from. We wanted to you know kind of branch out to more than just one specific gaming community. Yeah. I mean, mental health affects everyone and it's not, Mm. we get uh, people coming into uh, the project, you know, looking for resources and this and that from various gaming communities. So we were, our name was very centered in the destiny community and opening up to project guardians open. We wanted to, like Alex said, uh, open it up to all communities because we're all working together. So, yep. Absolutely. I like that. That's, I like that a lot. It's still, what you guys are doing is fantastic. Well, and you kind of have that double entrende of guardians, you know, not just for Mm -hmm. destiny, but your guardians of people who are, you know, it's a safe place. It it kind of conjures to mind this idea of a safe place for people to come and talk about whatever's bothering them. And so you have this, this, you get to be guardians or have people be guardians to other people who are feeling this way. And I like it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we have a great team working with us. I mean, 
there's always uh, somebody around to talk to, and it's absolutely one of the most supportive uh, groups I've seen. I mean, you can come into the server, be absolutely new. Uh, the Discord server we have is can be quiet at times, but when somebody is being affected by something, the peer support level is just through the roof. Everybody is there understands where you're coming from, what you're going through, because they too went through it and or are going through it and just want to show as much support for you as they possibly can. And there's mental health professionals in there at the same time. And there's just multiple avenues of help and resources. And it's it's just fantastic. I mean, it really is. Yeah, we, I mean, we, we, I mean, Joe and I have said it countless times, but we're definitely very, uh, very, very blessed with the uh, support network for us that, you know, cared about what we are and we're trying to do. Um, so, I mean, we're, we're very, very fortunate that, you know, a lot of people have, you know, rallied to, you know, what we're trying to do. Oh, absolutely. Well, just how quickly, like, the right people latched onto it, like, the second. Watching well, yeah, it grow I mean, has just been like. Boom, I mean, boom, like boom, we. Boom. I mean, like there was a lot of the behind the scenes stuff before we really went like live with it, um, and like before we even had our first. Because originally it was just like, hey, let's do a let's do a, a charity stream for mental health. Yeah, and then like three weeks before it, um, yeah, I mean, Joe, I think on the same day we're just like, so I think this is going to be more than just like a yearly stream. And, um, you know, then, then we had our first, uh, our first take this dot org stream, uh, mental health awareness and charity stream. And then it just, it just grew from there. And so, I mean, you know, then people will keep reaching out to us. Um, and you know, it, we're reaching more people and different types of people too. So it's, uh, it's definitely been, you know, one of the best parts for me personally of my life. Yeah. And as we grow, we, we constantly are reaching out to more and more professionals and organizations to be more involved with them and to also have them be more involved with us to help people that are <clears throat> coming to the project as kind of like a, uh, like the front, you know, the, the first, uh, not first stop. I I don't want to say first stop, but or front line. It's it's the Frito Lay coming out in me. It's <laughs> my my company actually burns these things into into my our minds, and I can't get past it sometimes. <laughs> but uh, it, when people come to us looking for resources and support, we are constantly reaching out to other organizations to bring their resources to everyone come to us too. So. As yeah, somebody's it, talking, we we gather resources for them, kind of putting a tailored exactly. I mean, we 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 don't just like copy paste like a list of things. Like we actually, you know, kind of take into consideration first off, like logistically, where are they? Yeah. What what are they going? What specifically are they going through right now? And you know, we we very. You know, we, we all kind of like have our niches in you know, different areas in uh, no, no different. Some of us know certain su um, supportive groups and networks and organizations more than some of the others. So we kind of sometimes hand like 
issues off to other people on our team so they can kind of take the lead on this or take the lead on that. Um, you know, I, like I know if someone's got a, if someone's a veteran dealing with veterans issues, like I know we should, um, you know, get them with some of the awesome people over at stackup.org. Um, you know, like we, we recently had Jason Docton, the, um, the founder of anxiety gaming on our show and who, who Joe reached out to. So, I mean, like, you know, there are all these different, um, networks and organizations, charitable foundations that are, they're ready and willing to help a lot of different people. So what, like, like Joe said, you know, we really try and tailor and customize, um, the, the support we uh, provide to people and, and you know like we always say like we are not a substitute for counseling or mental health treatment we're just um, we just want to help break the stigma um, that if you have an issue with mental health that's okay it's okay to not be okay and but but there's help out there everyone can get help yeah and I was able to grow a beard for it he told me I could <laughs> was it's true that's sweet that's sweet. I'm jealous. So with the podcast, you guys uh, recently got uh, Bell Bunny to join you permanently here. Yeah. And um, thank you, because um, you guys are <laughs> really fucking boring. Thank you. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Wow. Oh, shit. That was My out loud. My fingers burned from that one. That was, Sorry. Uh, oh, that got all the way over here. Yikes. No, that I'm honestly the amazing addition. She brings like oh so much life to it. It's so much fun. It's so fun to even hear her yeah, voice uh, yeah, like she, every uh... show. Just so excited. You're what do you say? Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna keep going there. She's she's absolutely great to have on with us. She brings a whole a whole other uh, just I don't. Whole. She brings the women's perspective, is what he's trying to say, and which is absolutely true. And that, and that, you know, we're not going to say like we wanted to join solely because she was a woman, Um, but you know that that's it's a fact. That's you know part of her personality. You know, she's um, very feminine and pro women and pro women's health. Um, Not not to mention like she has a sincere and honest passion. From mental health and mental health awareness absolutely so you, you know she 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 had reached out to us um you know about becoming more involved and you know we you know as a the four of us as a team we just everyone was like yeah absolutely and you know we've uh, welcomed her with open arms and we very much appreciate all of her um unique perspectives on the different topics that we bring up absolutely for sure and 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 now the Xbox players can't complain at us anymore. Damn right. Wait, there are so. people that still play on Xbox? Yeah, can you believe Allegedly. that? Allegedly. <laughs> we didn't know that until Bill joined oh our podcast. My God. It's crazy. Well, we want to play with less frames and less content. Sounds amazing. <laughs> oh, dang. <laughs> Hashtag. Oh, dang. Feels Xbox. All right. <laughs> so... <laughs> Speaking of the charity streams, you guys got another one coming up. You want to plug? We do. In? Yeah. Uh, this upcoming month, uh, February 23rd, is our TakeThis.org uh, annual stream. Uh, we kicked it off at the very beginning with TakeThis.org last year uh, around the same time. We wanted to do it again. And we have m- 
several streams planned throughout the year to keep paying it forward to other mental health organizations. But to start it off, takethis.org is a really big supporter of us. And they're just a, an all around great resource for a mental health organization. But we're going to be kicking it off at 1 p.m. And it's going to go until 1 a.m., a full 12-hour stream. We're going to have the same thing as last year, multiple just amazing community members coming out yeah. to help support and stream for it. Uh, some guy named Elmer uh, is taking a yeah. late night, but uh, I don't know who yeah. that is. But <laughs> yeah, uh, like dick. Uh, you know, <laughs> Nelstar32, uh, Critical8, Bo Solaris, Cyborg Sasquatch from Destiny Reset, uh, Dr. Crazy, Sin from uh, the Hoot Dog Radio, uh, Hydro Troop, uh, Mr. Double M Double D, Boom. and uh, our buddy Xana fan's going to be closing it out. Oh, Xana's closing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, buddy. Nice. That'll be good. It's going to be a great show and everything we don't push for donations. We just want to try and reach people with, you know, mental health awareness and talking throughout the stream about it and various uh, topics on mental health uh, and issues, you know, mental health uh, illnesses and issues and everything. And it's it's good to just talk about it, because if you don't talk about it, you're you're not going to really help change anything i mean getting it out there helps break the stigma in that way and we're gonna have giveaways throughout the entire thing and anything donated uh is gonna go directly 100 percent to tathis.org like it does with everything else that we do we don't get a cent of anything from any any t-shirts merch anything like that everything 100 percent goes right to the mental health organizations are we um, are we getting a T-shirt this time? Do you want a T-shirt? I would love it. You want us to make a T-shirt? I, I'm I I buy them all. I love them. <laughs> yeah, and then and then on the back of it, in like in print at the very bottom, it's going to say, "Lindsay writes all our jokes." Yes. <laughs> yeah. Actually, at this one. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah, one's got bad. That up right there. Check I love it. The break the stigma. Yeah, I wore that. Yeah. It's so comfy too. From the checkpoint dart org. <laughs> okay, so no plans yet for a shirt then. We're still uh, working out graphics right doing? now. Yep. Come on, Dave. Get with the program. God damn. All right. Sweet. Uh, Nick Russell, you got any uh, questions concerning what they do? The things coming up? I, I, I mean, I have any questions? No. Yeah. I, I am just. I, every time, every time you guys are on here, and every time we get the chance to talk to you guys, I'm just amazed at what you guys have been able to do and how you've been able to create a community that that it really is. I mean, you know, I, we all have our own issues. We all have things in our lives that that hinder us, that make us stumble. That you know, and and some of them that push us towards better things, hopefully. But you know, you guys have created a safe place where you can talk about those stressors, those those moments in our lives where we may feel alone or 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 haggard, and I, I think that that is a very amazing and commendable thing. And you guys have, you know, I, I 
I applaud you guys and what you guys have been able to do. I mean, that's that's just an amazing thing. And every time you guys are on here, I'm just astounded uh, by how humble you guys are and how great you guys are. You know mm-hmm. about this about this movement that you guys have created. Well, thank you so group, much. I mean, it's we're a group we're, effort, really, too. Yeah, I mean, and and we've all kind of like uh, uh, organically found our best like avenue for how we do things. Um, like everything we do, we, we, we do as a team. Um, so it's, you know, and, and, and again, to reiterate, you know, we, we're very fortunate with the support we get from the different communities and, um, yeah, no, I mean, we just, we're, we're very average, <laughs> average Joe people. Um, uh, uh, he's, uh, 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 that's the guy's name. Uh, uh, you know, like we, <laughs> we all have, have very different day jobs, um, <laughs> you know, and we, we, we all have families and kids and whatnot. And, you know, this is, um, this is just a passion that, that, that we found. And we, um, you know, so, some of the, the topics like we talk about on our show are, you know, are, are very serious and can sometimes be trying to talk about, but that's, you know, that's part of what we're doing, trying to break mm-hmm. the stick and just talk about it. But, you know, at the, at the end of the day, we, we're, we're still having fun doing it, you know, which is the the best part of it. You know, I talk to these guys every single day, you know, and, um, uh, so I mean, look, it's just, uh, uh, a very, uh, positive part of our lives. And like I say, we're just, we, we enjoy doing it. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess I do have a question. I know, it's a movement that started in the quote-unquote gaming community. What's the biggest surprise that you guys have found came from whether it was support or participation or I guess whatever whatever phrase you want to use, your biggest surprise that came from outside of the gaming community or I guess maybe even further from the last place you would have expected? The last place I would have expected. Um, I'm not sure, but um, you know, pretty early on, before we really grew and went public, Joe Joe did the legwork and spoke to who's part of our mental health team now. A wonderful woman named Bailey Blair. She's a um, uh, a social worker in uh, Kansas, I believe, and um, you know, I. Joe went to just talk to her, just just talk about mental health, um, yeah, you know, just to help dip our toe in the water as we were getting started. And I, I um, I don't know if it's the last thing I expected, but you know, it is. She she's not a gamer like whatsoever, you know. Um, but it, it it was a pleasant surprise to see how involved she got after the fact. Like she's 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 in our Discord every day, which she didn't know what a Discord was, yeah. um, <laughs> you know. And you know she she went and spoke at one of the colleges in her area, and you know she she had mentioned our project to the um, I think the psychology department there, and their um, like a little esports. Yeah, yeah. the the directive esports for the college. You know, is trying to it wants to get in touch with us and stuff like that. So I guess I guess for me, you know, I didn't. I, I I could definitely tell Bailey was very uh, informative, very educated, and you know very very willing to um, lend us her knowledge. 
but but I was surprised that a non-gamer still wanted to be involved. Yeah. I mean, she was always there from the very beginning, even before when we were just laying out the groundwork of how to go about, you know, finding the right resources and, you know, delivering them to people. Uh, you could reach out to her. Uh, Sentinel or I could reach out to her at any time of the day, any day, and she would instantly provide multiple resources on any sort of topic or illness or if we had somebody uh come to us having a problem with housing she found multiple programs around that area to help put them into uh assisted living so they could not be sleeping in their car in a walmart parking lot you know wow and so but that also plays into, you know, adding more stress, anxiety, everything that they were dealing with on the inside, too. It was causing so much. But having Bailey there for anything, she was she's so, so great at, you know, getting multiple just avenues of just help for people. And mm-hmm. she, she like like Sentinel said, she did not know what discord was. She didn't know what destiny was anything like that and uh i was introduced to her very early on and she is involved every single day helping you know anybody with any questions talking through any sort of you know anything that they're being affected by and she brings everything to the mental health professional team in the discord and just does everything she possibly can for people and it's great to see that it sparked a just a real passion inside her because uh she even said at one point she was just kind of down and didn't really know what to do and you know she's a cpa and multiple other things and doing this with the project sparked a passion in her that she's following now and now she's involved with a university in her area and is actually getting more involved with the esports side and is bringing you know, Project Guardians to the college and presenting it to work hand in hand with them as well. So that's awesome. she's that's, that's amazing. She has the cutest dog in the world too. Mm-hmm. I, I, well, I uh, that's all we need to know. Against them forever, but I love cute dogs. Yep, she's fantastic. Absolutely. And I said I would limit saying fantastic to three times. It's not going to happen. Three times. Well, dang, that's the beginning of the show that you're already done for, dude. <laughs> Ouch. <coughs> well, um, we haven't even gotten to Destiny or Anthem yet, so yeah, rip. Uh, anything else for Project Guardians before we move forward, guys? Okay, awesome. Um, we're gonna be before we jump into the Anthem demo. One more thing, uh, Joe. I know, I'm sorry, but yeah, uh, you had another project you've been working on that you wanted to. To talk about real quick. Yes. Uh, f- for l- Sentinel knows this very much about me. I am, and you've picked on me on multiple shows, how my Twitter feed just makes your wallet hurt. Uh, I love uh, the art and the artists in our community. I, I, I would, I'm a writer for Destiny Tracker, and I do a lot of uh, artist spotlights and 
you know, various other things. So I'm always involved in the art community. And forever, I've always had a passion for uh, video game art and how it's designed. And I always loved how, for example, Bungie would do like a raid ride along and you would see the processes that they went through with the art directors and various, you know, uh, dev teams, how they created these areas and characters and everything like Roderick Weiss and, you know, Every game is just absolutely beautiful. I love concept art. And I've been talking to uh, TC Illustrates about the same thing. And we came up with the idea of uh, doing a podcast that would just be about uh, video game art and the processes and development of them. So we're going to be starting that uh, real soon. Starting next week, we're recording with Brian Monkus about his processes and how he develops, you know, his uh, art styles and various other techniques and this and that, and hopefully uh, bring something to podcasts that you don't really get to hear very often. So yeah. we've also been awesome. talking about having uh, various other artists and devs and creators on to talk about what they find out during researching, you know, fun facts, uh, as styles and techniques and stories and things that you just wouldn't hear on an everyday basis. And then hopefully, you know, get a few tips and tricks out of them for, you know, maybe uh, an aspiring artist (laughs) that is listening to help grow their creative side and you know how they uh go through and process it so it's going to be uh it's called uh pixels after dark because we all have day jobs and we're talking about it at night fits very perfectly i like it but uh, it's called pixels after dark and it's going to be uh pixelated traveler tc illustrates (laughs) and myself that's all i am gonna keep my eye out for that one i'm excited about that one definitely I um, yeah. I always need more stuff to listen to at work. So give me, I mean, give me, give me. It's it's just a dive into the artistic process and the world building experiences in video games. I mean, we're all very passionate about video games, and everything starts with art. Everything's a piece. Everything is a work of art in a video game, and after yeah. you see what it takes to actually create these things, it's absolutely astounding and very interesting so yeah good stuff that's incredible i'm excited for that it's fantastic not to be confused with dixels after dark though yeah completely other show am i gonna have to stay away from that one and make sure that isn't a thing um (laughs) maybe not when your kids are around (laughs) dixon balls all right Add favorites, got it. <laughs> the old face. <laughs> Is we that what you do with that? Uh, no we idea. had a, a previous name that we we uh, came up with, and it was uh, Pixel Stories. And we're like, Ooh. you know, we're telling stories about you know creating pixels and this oh, and that, no. and. Just the other day, I'm I'm like at it, you know, I'm in my office and I just did a Google search and 
Son of a bitch, it's a website. <laughs> oh my god, they have a freaking podcast on Stitcher. And I go, uh Hey guys, I don't think that name's gonna work out. <laughs> let's Aww. let's start having a couple more ideas and do a Google search for each one. <laughs> Let us do our due diligence. This it's time. been a it's been a lot of fun working with Ruby and you know Tyler. So it's 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 gonna be a, a fun little side project, and it's gonna be all revolving around art and video games. So super good stuff. excited for that. Yeah. Um, so did either of you two play the Anthem beta this last weekend? Um, I had a code for it, but, the um, sadness on average, just, just like with the, um, the alpha I had a key for, uh, I could not connect to the servers at all. Oh, so you got say that problem. Yeah. I don't like, I play a lot of EA games, so like I can connect to all them. So it's gotta be a problem. Well then, this, well, no, it, it was that. That was a big issue for a lot of people. Is there was so there were. I I can I I've done a lot of research because uh, Nick I've and Russell. Been, this segment is all you guys. Sorry. Go <clears throat> no, go for it. Uh, Anthem, go. So you so, take the cartridge out, you blow in the cartridge, and you put it back in. <laughs> yeah, you Except do. It's a disc, so you have to like get. You have to get real close to the PS4 and be. <laughs> yeah. Get all the dust um, out. You know, like you're blowing into an anus. You gotta, you gotta really get in there. Um, <laughs> so, sorry. So uh, our audio yeah. listeners will not be able to. I might actually make Pappy's face there the, uh, oh, the actual <laughs> image for the show this week because that was priceless. Welcome <laughs> oh, to the Just Some Anus podcast. <laughs> All right, continue, guys. So Anthem. Uh, mm. So. So, so we'll we'll address the elephant in the room, which because there's a lot of good things to say about Anthem, there's a lot of misinformation out there. I've been doing a lot of research because, um, because after I played it, I got addicted, and I'm like, I, I I've been jonesing all week. I'm like, when when are they gonna when are they gonna give me some more Anthem, man? Wait, hey, hey, hey. Um, so. So I, I, I've been like watching YouTube videos. I've been doing research on it because I was I was curious, um, and it's more so because I'm a I'm a I I play a lot of games. I put a lot of time into games, but I would say that I'm a casual gamer for the most part. I don't really like follow news on games. Uh, you know, occasionally I'll look at a trailer. You know, whatever. <laughs> but um, I've really been doing a deep dive into this one. So the first thing that happened with Anthem was. Uh, they had connection issues. Most people that tried to get in Friday, especially during the day, nobody was able to get in uh, because and and when so there was a code that came up when you went and looked at the code. It was like there's not enough server space, which was and wasn't the issue. Um, what what they they had plenty of servers. Uh, they had expected they had overestimated actually how many. Um, how many people were going to be on the servers, but they, there seems to be some, there, there was some kind of problem with the uh, personal um, internet connections and ISPs from people's personal networks getting onto the servers. Um, it, it was just a spike that they weren't expecting and they probably had some kind of algorithmic uh, thing that, that didn't work quite correctly. Uh, so that was, that was a big thing. And a lot of people have been very, it's the apocalypse. This is the end of Anthem. 
It's so terrible. But, I mean, it's a demo, guys. So, first of all, it's a demo. Expect those kinds of things on the first day. <laughs> so, I think a lot of people and, have forgotten what a demo actually is. Because well, that okay. phrase hasn't been used a lot. The yeah. bugs, the bugs, and the, like the the connectivity issues that didn't bother me too much. What what bothers me is like they they were fairly vocal leading into it that it was a six week old build that almost every single issue identified in the alpha testing is still there. It hasn't it, in that build none of it was resolved. Um, so I went into it expecting it to be a shit show. And it was a shit show, but it was a really fun shit show. And it was a shit show that made me feel like Iron Man. And that's all I wanted. I always look at the demos and you know alphas and betas as just purely just a stress test and to just gather information and data. So as they see it, you know they didn't fix anything from the alpha and all those bugs, and they continued it on. Well, so many people had codes for this. They just crashed the servers. I mean, mm-hmm. so many yeah. people, yeah. they essentially DDoS themselves with that <laughs> network issue. Yeah. And they got the data now, all the hard data. And going forward, they're going to put another test this weekend, gather all of those bugs. And for the release, uh, most games have a patch, a day one patch. And I'm expecting okay. it to at least clear up those issues 75, 80%. But shoot, a couple games, Diablo 3 went two years before they fixed it. I mean, yeah, we don't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, and like I remember Destiny 2, my first day I logged in, there was some kind of problem with the server. So the first mission, I got all the way to Zavala where he's doing the dome and everything and it kept doing that and like people would run by me and i would be stuck there i was stuck there for like 30 minutes before i was like um i don't think this is working the way it's supposed to so i had to restart restart the entire mission get back where it was and then it was like oh yeah guardian now move on to go and see ikora and i'm like oh that was like five minutes i wish i had known that beforehand well, you weren't supposed to sit there and stare at them in the bubble. You had to shoot the bad guys. I shot the bad guys, but there was it was it was like a um, like a glitch. It was a weird thing. Yeah, it was, it was a glitch. So it just kept going and, over and over and over and over and over. Well, because what it is is in the server, it just keeps going, and then it'll put people into that instance, and then they'll come through. Because I saw about ten people come through, and I'm like, there is obviously something wrong. I'm not doing something right or something because I guy. keep seeing people. Just walk by, and I'm like, he keeps doing his bubble thing. There are no enemies around here. What is happening? And so it just like, and and it was just an instance of the server where I'd gotten in, but I didn't quite get in all the way. It was a weird thing. But so I mean, besides server connections and things, like how was the game? <laughs> Amazing. Um, it made me feel like Iron Man. And I, I, everyone here, possibly, if you've listened to the show, you know I'm a complete and utter Iron Man fanboy. Um, yeah, the the movement alone, like the fight to flight to fight fluidity of the game, is worth the price of admission alone. It was astounding. There was a mission Russ and I were doing that when you first get into it, it's a little too high for you. <laughs> um, 
I mean, you're well, you're, just just getting, you're, you're, you're getting you're you're getting supposed decimated. to be a four man team. Oh, yeah. yeah, and you you just you get decimated by enemies that you've previously been able to just sit and kind of tank the damage that they're they're dishing out. And I look we up. On normal. I'm trying. I'm trying. Say what? And we were on normal. Yeah, we were on normal, uh, and it was that difficult. And so, but at one point, I'm just sitting there shooting, kind of like holding my own there, and. I'm noticing the progress just kind of ticking down. And I'm like, Russ, what are you doing? And I look up and I see him just like flying in, barrel rolling to dodge the incoming fire. Because when an enemy locks onto you and the shot is going to knock you out of the sky, you get a little alert. Like a, a, just a half second. Evade, yeah. Do a barrel roll. Just, just to let you, you know, have some control over the situation. Yeah. And I see Russ up there rolling out of the way and then he lands and he grabs what we're getting and he jumps and he flies and he rolls and he lands and he drops it off and I'm like oh my god he's just totally bypassing all the combat through the flight mechanics and it's not a disengaged flight like you see in some games where you know, <laughs> the sky, everything else on the ground is a moot point he's still very much interacting with what's going on on the ground wow. by evading it and being mindful of where he's flying and line of sight that's um, hot. That moment. It was. Like, <laughs> I was like, oh, oh. And then I jumped up and I was flying up there with him and we're both flying around completing the objective without fighting anything. Just, Just trying, trying to, dodge to be crafty. It as best we can. <laughs> I love it. It didn't work all the way until the end because at no. a certain point you have to kill a certain amount of the enemies to be able to progress. Yeah. Uh, we we were not able to do that with the two of us. Uh, which is funny because later later on that night, once I had un- I had unlocked the interceptor, which was the one that I've been excited for. Yeah, the interceptor is a ninja, and it is beautiful. Um, <laughs> so basically, well, okay. So here's the cool thing, because I've been doing a lot of research. The cool thing is, is each you know, so each javelin has a main area that that they're kind of not necessarily meant for, but that they're really good at. Um, you know, you have the, the, the Ranger, which is kind of your all around. It's in between all the three classes. <laughs> it's not super tanky, but it's a little tanky. It's, it's, it's your average soldier, right? Your average, you know, every man kind of your put damage Joe. on the people's take a, yeah. Oh, your, no, you were Joe. muted. Oh, sucks. Um, and then you have the Colossus, which is this big tanky boy who has this big metal shield. He's got bars and bars of health that he just rolls in, and then he pulls out a machine gun. He never pulls out, Russell. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> and then you've got your, your storm. <laughs> I'm really trying to fight through this. Poor little Tim. He gets so sick when he's excited. Uh, which is basically your wizard, which is one of the reasons that I'm really drawn to Anthem. And it was one of the reasons that I was really drawn to Destiny. Because I'm not... I like sci-fi. Mm-hmm. But it's not... I'm a sword and sorcery guy. I love sword and sorcery. That's my favorite genre. That's my bread and butter. And so, But I like sci-fi mixed with fantasy, which is kind of, which is kind of what Destiny is. And then this is sword and sorcery mixed with sci-fi because you like with destiny it's a shooter that has some magic mm. let me this put it feels, this way 
the storm javelin, which is the wizard one, the one that I'm like just. Yeah. Uh, 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 <laughs> you can play an entire mission without shooting a gun once. That's you don't awesome. ever have to actually shoot anything. Yeah. Because of the abilities, and there's a mechanic that is introduced most heavily with the storm, but the others can dabble in the first portion of it, which is priming. So some some abilities or weapons that you might use will prime an enemy. It'll apply like a burning or a, an ice or an acid or, you know, insert effect here. And then another ability, whether it's from the same javelin that applied the, the prime or not, can, what's the word I'm thinking of, detonate the prime, the primed enemy. So the storm, for example, when... Combos. Combos are teamed a up, big part. Yeah, it's, it's a combo system. So Russ and I were teamed up. I was the storm. He was the interceptor. And I was just shooting ice shards, freezing all the enemies. And then when the interceptor would go and use his melee attacks on them, it would detonate the frost prime. And then, Russ, what happened to you? You got some kind of I benefit. I got, a, I got an aura, which allowed me to stack the effects. Because the interceptor is... Uh, it's not meant to be because one of the cool things is, is you can really mess with this, but it's it's a melee class to start out with. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, you have unlimited melee. It's really, really fast. You've basically got these double daggers, and you can just run into a group of enemies and start killing them. And the, the thing is, is like the Interceptor does not have a lot of armor, or it doesn't have a big health pool, but as you're killing enemies, you're usually picking up health pretty consistently. So if you can kill enemies quick enough, you're picking up health, and so you're kind of, you're staying, you, you still got to manage your health bar, but you're staying pretty okay. But the cool thing is, is the Storm and the Interceptor re- work really well together. All the all, all of them work so well together, but the, the Storm and the Interceptor, because the Storm puts these status effects, like it'll freeze an enemy. So when you come in with the Interceptor and you kill that enemy, you pick up an aura, which means that every enemy from there that you attack you're giving that you're 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 basically giving that status to everybody else that you're hitting. That's so cool. the I storm like comes in, throws the ice on an enemy, freezes it, and then the interceptor comes in and kills that enemy, takes the aura, and starts spreading it around. And it and is insanely cool. That's to the such game's a cool gameplay loop. Credit it does a really good job of telling you what abilities there's there's a prime and a detonate symbol. And if an ability primes or detonates, it's got the, the you know appropriate symbol on it. So it was really neat. I went back after playing Storm and played the Ranger for a little bit. And the Ranger doesn't really have... I think it's only got one ability that primes an enemy for a combo. But it, several of their abilities will detonate. So I'm like, ooh, this has some synergy with, you know, with itself because it has a frost grenade. So you could throw the frost grenade, freeze things, and then detonate it with... The little, they have, um, if you remember the very first Iron Man movie, there's like the tank that rolls up on Iron Man and he holds up his arm and shoots that little missile at him and it just destroys <laughs> the it. The teeny one, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. It's, it's got that pretty much. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah. So, yeah, anyway. It, it shoots like a pulse thing. Um, but the cool thing is, is while, while the, the class, the, the different javelins all have their strength, and you can interchange in between them based upon your mission. You don't have to stick with just one. Um, the cool thing is, is you can also modify them so heavily 
to really do whatever kind of build you want. Uh, by the end of the, the demo weekend, what I had done is I had made it to where uh, basically I'd stuck two mods onto my Interceptor Javelin that upped its melee damage a lot. Uh-huh. Uh, it was like 10% for each one, so it had upped it by 20% because it stacked. Um, so I was able to go in there, do 20% extra damage, and then I had I had gotten this ability that it was basically, so like if I had to be at a distance, I had this, it's a glaive, which obviously the developers had to be a fan of Kroll for the Interceptor because it looks like the one from Kroll, and you throw it, and it's a homing glaive, so it homes in on the thing. And then if I got up close, so what I'd do is I'd throw in the glaive on the really tanky guys. I'd throw in the glaive, and then I'd come in, and I had this poison spray. So I'd poison them, and it, it wasn't really poison. It was a, it was an acid splash. And what the acid does is it makes them more susceptible to melee damage. And so then I'd come in there, and I'd start wailing on them and take them down because not only did I have higher damage, but I had also put on a buff that stunned enemies whenever I hit them. So I could just melt through these kind of tankier guys real quick because they wouldn't be able to hit me back. So I'd get them alone. I'd like kind of pull them away from the rest of everybody, and then I'd just... <laughs> You'd give them tuberculosis. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, I would just hammer on them, and it was... <laughs> the, gameplay, the gameplay is so fun. Um... <laughs> Uh, the gameplay is just, it, it, it's ridiculously fun. It alone was worth the errors and kind of the, some of the problems that were that were associated. And I, I would encourage you, if you have any doubts about the game, hop onto the open demo this weekend uh, because the gameplay is addicting because it's so smooth, like Nick was saying, to be able to go from running to then, f you know, you jump up, you start flying through the air, you come down, you press, you press the melee button, so you slam down on top of the enemy. Uh, you 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 kill the ones that are near you, and then you just start firing at the ones that are closest. And then you jump up and you move out of the way because they're starting to fire at you. You know, and it it just it's beautiful. And then you're barrel rolling through the sky because you know you've got these turrets that are aimed at you and shooting at you, and you're just like trying to get away. And you've got barely any health left. And then you you land and you hide behind the wall, and you're like. <laughs> Until your health recharges, and then you just go, okay, where's the next guy? So until, until, and, and you're like, okay, this guy's more likely to give me health, so I'm going to go and attack him real quick. He's by himself, get some health, duck off, run away, then come back. I mean, that was with the Interceptor, because that is my, I love the Interceptor. I'm excited to try the other ones, but I am in love with the Interceptor so far, because like I said, I'm a sword and sorcery guy, uh -huh. and the ability for me to be able to come in not fire a gun too much, but just be able to melee attack and just use the gun as a supplement. To me, mm -hmm. that is now. Don't perfection. forget to talk about the uh, jetpacks. It's not a forever jetpack. Uh, no, there's a mechanic I... where you actually have to cool your jets by using the environment. Uh, cool your exactly. jets, there, bud. You and you then, read my mind because I was gonna say that as much as like the flight is is a pinnacle of like the the control scheme and, and how you interact with the world like, like I said the yeah. fight, flight to fight it they did a great job of making your time in the sky valuable in so far as you can't be in the sky forever because yes. you, you overheat and if you if you say for example you're way up high you can dive just just take a nose dive 
and you will cool down because you're you're in the sky, but you're not using your jets to fall. You don't, you can fall without using them, so you cool down. Or if you go through water, you'll cool down. If you land in water really quick, you cool much quicker, and then you can take off again. Um, and that transition, you can be like a dolphin. You go from the sky, you dive into the water, you pop back out, and it's seconds. And your and your your jets are cooled down. It's yeah. Or you can skim real close to the water if you're good enough, and then you get that nice little fantail coming yes. up behind you. Yes, oh, that's awesome. Well, and so, you're, and then, you're cruising there, and it's cooling down, and you're like, yeah. So not only is there flight, but you can hover. And hovering as the ranger is not the best choice, because it's like, eh, you can't really... Um, hovering There's is not great. hover. You're, you're, I mean, you right. really want to use it in your select kind of... Right. You know, but the cool thing is, is you can hover... Pull out a sniper rifle, shoot, and then drop down, and then pull out your, you know, your SMG or your assault rifle. And... Exactly. And then oh. I switch to the storm, and the storm is encouraged to hover. All about that. When, the, when the battle starts, you, you you jump, you hover, you float above the battlefield so that you can see everything. You can prime things when you need to. To support that, the storm, which is normally super squishy, gets an overshield when hovering. So that was that was really mm. fun for me to go through and uh, do the stronghold, which is like a dungeon, as the storm for the first time. And any time combat started, I would jump up and I'd start hovering, and it paid off. And it it wasn't my experience with the ranger, where when I'm hovering, it's the last place I want to be. I either want to be flying or on the ground. Um, it was cool. It was really neat, and I love that they managed to to. To do that, they managed to encourage you to do that. Even though all four javelins can hover, you know, there's there's obviously succinct benefit with one of them in particular to make that your mo. And I'm rambling. I'm sorry. No, you're good. Uh, That's you're awesome. Good. So I can't so wait Nick, to try it this like weekend. This. You'll like this. So I saw the first legendary drop that's happened outside of like an EA, um, like that hasn't dropped for EA. The first one was for a storm. And it was 50% increased damage on your abilities. Oh, so damn. like you're, you, you, And you get different ones. So like there's an ice one, but then you can throw fireballs, or you mm. can call down lightning strikes, yes. or, or do other things. So it's an increased 50%. And then on top of that, it is when uh, one ability is charging, the other one gets an additional 50% increase on damage. So basically what it does is while Good charging, Lord. it gets a 100% increase. I mean, that's a legendary one, a super rare drop. Yeah. But still, I mean, you can see how as you level up, you are going to feel awesome. And I mean, but that also makes me go, geez, what are some of these strongholds going to be like that you need a 100% increase? Oh, my God. To be yeah. able to... And I well, saw I saw one of the world events with the Titans. And those things were insane because it just throws out attack after attack. You're having to jump up, evade through. It's it's spawning enemies around it, and that's a world event. That's it's not a strike. That's not an in-game boss. That's it's a it's it's like a world boss that shows up. And it, there and it was is insane. A lot of evidence to support the fact that this game is going to be more like Diablo than people might be anticipating. Yeah. Um, and my my evidence to support that is the fact as far as that the high, stuff, highest yeah. difficulty that you can unlock at the moment we can see increases enemy damage by three thousand percent. 
Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. That's the high. And it, it, it's just like looking at the nightmare difficulty so, levels in Diablo. That's exactly what it looks like. I'm no mathematician, but that sounds awful. <laughs> but that's a large. <laughs> that's of, that's a very the, very large the amount of thing damage. Is is that you're <laughs> supposed to gear up and power up to the point to where you can take on these enemies. It's yeah. not supposed to be, you know, Grandmaster. Your things are all still at the same level. It's you're you're supposed to level up and power up to the point to where you want to play on Grandmaster because that's where your legendaries are going to drop. That's where your super rare equipment's going to drop that you want to kit out your javelin with. I I am so excited for this game. I I'm trying not to get on the hype train and get my hopes yeah, up too you're, high. You're holding yourself back really well, Russell. You're the character <laughs> of the hype train yeah. at the moment. You are. <laughs> Every time I look at my phone, doot doot. <laughs> I know, I, but I I am I am I'm trying not to get my hopes up too high. But the gameplay has been so good that I'm just right now I'm super excited to play again yeah. and be able to play the gameplay. And I, I'm trying not to get too excited for things that I'm not for sure going to be there because they may not. Yeah, my my assumptions or what I've seen may be misconstrued, but it looks so tasty. I just want to. Delicious. My thing with the game, I'm I've never been an over the shoulder, you know, fourth person, mm. you know, fourth person viewpoint sure. game player ever. I I've always loved first person shooters. I love that viewpoint. In Anthem, I, there's something that'll drop on the ground, and I'll fly to go pick it up, and I'll miss it by a centimeter, and it's like son of a bitch. And I got to walk over and make sure I'm standing over it, pick it up. My thing it, with the game, I know everything will come in, but the environment, environment building that they did is absolutely amazing in the game. In oh, the, yeah. I played the alpha, and while I was in the squads and people were flying ahead to go kill all the bad guys and everything, I took a minute to gather resources and mm -hmm. see how that process is where in destiny you hold a button and you automatically gather it where in anthem you hold square down and it drops it and you you have to use another button press to pick it up so i'm not too keen on that but just i think they dropped that the feature did they i haven't because seen, i, I haven't played I, the I, demo from what I remember, I, because I did that a couple of times, I, I had to harvest the thing, and then it kind of exploded, and I had to go pick it up, but I didn't have to press a button to pick it up. I just walked over in it. And the other thing is uh, the interact how interactive the environment is. You'll see like little alien rabbits running around. Rabbits? They, Over two million were killed in the... the, the VOD they game. have their uh, own... As Elmer Fudd, I'm very thing going. Continue. They have their own their own thing going on. I mean, they just yeah, they have their own paths, and, and they've got their it's, little. It's den. a live environment. It's absolutely fantastic to see that it's in a game. Beautiful. It is a gorgeous, gorgeous game in the oh, environment. Man. It's it with a great environment, it'll draw a player farther into the game. If it's something just straight up, just kind of. Hmm, bleh, they're, they're not going to be too involved with searching around and exploring the worlds or anything like that. You know, I know mechanics and stuff will all play yeah. a big part. And if they're going to have a PVP side of it, I mean, that hasn't even been touched on yet. They have at this point said no PVP plans. Uh, they said no PVP at launch. 
they they have not said no PvP plans. They have very been very specific. There will be no ah, PvP at launch. I don't know if there will be at any point, but they they have been very specific. No PvP at launch. It might be something coming down the road. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, most people have said this, and I agree. I want them to focus on the PvE environment for now, especially at launch. I think PvP could be really fun um, in specific areas, like a crucible, you know. They, they have an area, you know, maybe a, a, an even PvP part of the map where you go to, and it's like, have fun, go kill each other, you know, that kind of thing. I, I think say, I could given, see more of a horde mode, like a gambit yeah, type thing, than I could an actual yeah. PvP. It would have from... to be... Go like, ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. Continue. Oh, you're good. Um, I, it would have to be objective-based PvP. Like, it would have yeah. to be... It, would, it um, couldn't be any... And I, I love Destiny, but it d- couldn't be anything that Destiny's got, because as far as quote-unquote objective-based PvP, Destiny is severely lacking. Um... I'm I'm imagining almost if you can imagine the mechanics of a MOBA mm-hmm. put in place for sure. Anthem, I could I could totally see that because the movement is so heavy, the environment is so heavy to just ask you to try and, you know, tunnel in on three, four other javelins to me would totally rape the the design philosophy that we're seeing. Yeah, but could you imagine dogfights in the middle of the air with javelins? Uh, well, there's only really one javelin, javelin that could so really awful. do that. No, I mean, you get a ranger. The but, ranger would automatically win that just because of what their abilities are naturally. Not necessarily true because, like I was saying earlier, you have so much modification and your your, your pilot levels up. And so with that, you get That's different right. uh, you get different um, flight rates and things like that. Um, and then you can get mods that you can put on to keep your 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 jets cooled for longer to be able to fly longer and things like that. So you could have you could have dogfights where the other person does isn't able to fly as long. And then they drop to the ground, and then that's that's when you 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 hover and you get them real quick. But I mean, sorry, got a it would be plan. fun. Look at that. Sorry, I got a I, I mean, plan I mean, for. For a PvP mid-air dogfight. I'm just thinking about how cool that could be if they did it right. I, I do agree. I think objective-based, like a, almost like a, a where you have one side that's trying to take over the castle, so to speak. Right. You know, that could be really fun. That would be a mode. Like, uh, do you guys ever play Unreal Tournament? Oh, hell, oh, hell yeah. yeah. You know, you know when they had those objective modes where you had to like infiltrate and then come in and take over the objective and and like blow it up or whatever. Um, those were super fun, I, and I have not seen those in a game since, which I kind of miss, except for Star Wars Battlefront. They did that Battlefield on Star Wars stuff. <laughs> but that would be that would be a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, the end. <laughs> I love you guys. There's so much. I'm trying. Yeah. I'm oh yeah. Trying, well, uh, I just, just it, it's hard because like I didn't. So I I'd opened it once and um I got the 95 percent load screen, but yeah. my family was sick all weekends. So that was I was like, all right, I've got one chance, and then I couldn't get in, so I never got to do it. But so I'm really excited to dive in with you guys this weekend. So did I give it a word? In, in the demo, did any of the backstory or lore come come into play yes. during the demo? 
Because I'm very uh, curious was, about that. So I was Nick and I were kind of free playing. We were exploring the environment, and I came across this thing like in the middle of this tree. And when I picked it up, it was it was like a lore thing. It was the in-game grimoire that popped up and said, "Hey, this tree is symbolic of this thing because these people uh, raised the tree, and then somebody somebody tried to burn it down. They protected it. So it was like this whole big lore thing." Uh, that I picked up right. in the environment, um, and of course you have you have the anthem and these these storms kind of racing across that change the the environment. Um, and I did I did get a chance to see like the first couple hours of play, and the story and the lore contained within it was very deep. Good. Um, so I, I I mean Bioware has always been good at that kind of stuff. And I was I was watching the first couple of hours. My my concerns about a story and that that kind of element were put at ease because it was you had a great villain, uh, or you had an interesting villain. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't say that he's great yet because I only got to see him for like a couple of minutes. Uh, but he was interesting. Like the the mission that I saw him in, no spoilers, but it you know he, you see him and he's basically like you're too weak to mess with. I just want to see what you can do. So he sends a couple of people after you and things like that. And then he's like, at the end of the mission, he's like, you're nothing. And he just like, he, he takes off. You know, this conversation is happening and you're like, okay, that was pretty badass. <laughs> that was you're kind not of- even worth my time. <laughs> um, Brett, I'm reminded was- very much of Final Fantasy XIV or Realm Reborn as far as the the storytelling aspect and the way they go about it. Not oh, okay, just like yeah. the the piddly quests, but like the cinematic mm-hmm. experience. That's what I'm heavily reminded of. Ooh, I and love the, that. the the demo only has one. It's it's two two quote unquote missions, and it's a it's a a leg of a quest chain. Okay. We have we have no context. We don't really know who the people are that are involved. So like when you if you get actually get in this weekend. Russ and I won't be able to do it with you unless we join in on your group because okay. we've already done it. We can't start it again. Um, that's not something the demo lets you do. Um, but it, it's it's fun. It's a lot of fun. It's neat to see what they're going to throw at us with what seems to be just your average Joe story mission. Um, Never gets old. But yeah, you're you're not wrong. So I love it. Um. But it, it was neat because it, it was a, a story mission showing us what to expect without giving us anything that would diminish our experience come launch. That's cool. All right, let's. Yeah. Um, there, there's a lot, and it's yeah. all it, it. It's all there's. I think that there's more good than bad. Uh, just the the technical issues that happened. They they happen, but it's no reason to not do the game. Just go into the open beta, explore oh, yeah. it. Have and then fun. again, and like that, you guys said, it's a really old build in the beta. Like they're way past what that is, so it'll be fine. Right, and that kicks off tomorrow, February first, uh, yes. nine a.m. Pacific, twelve oh, noon east. Oh, I have to wait until eleven, and I am not happy. I am going to play it as much as I can this weekend because it was I'm such a blast. Probably not going to be getting in until Saturday because Jake and I have plans tomorrow night after we get off work. 
Kevin is getting his first trip to the groomer. Ooh. Please, uh, so he will please be, send pics. He will be a handsome boy when we are finished. He is 75 pounds now, by the way. Good lord. He's colossal. He stands on his hind legs and his face is level with Jake. <laughs> God. Jeez. <laughs> See, I might miss playing the demo this weekend because I really want to try and finish up the last word quest. Oh, that's fair enough. Hey, something there. We'll just we'll pretend uh, this was a Destiny Trends. show by saying the Segway. word. Segway. This week at Bungie, guys. A um, couple of things pop out. We're not going to read everything because that's not what we do. Um, but the last word is back. Quite a lengthy quest. Um, a lot of back and forth on Twitter. And I think the best way to just cover that is just this wonderful tweet that DMG put out um, that I thought was really good. Uh, he said, saying this now, if players struggle in their attempt to beat raids, nightfalls, or other activities, this community has always offered support. Same should go for Crucible or PvP activities. Build your fellow guardians up. Don't tear them down. Much love. Perfect. I, li- I liked how that was said. There are some PvP steps that uh, caused a lot of uh, interesting conversations on Twitter. So, But it, it's not a bad step, really. I mean, People... it goes pretty quick. People bitched about the, what, oh my god, what was it even called? The the dawning? Was it the dawning? Festival? Uh, whatever, the, the anniversary, the sets that glowed and had the cool... The chrome? Oh, the, no, the, um, 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 you got the t-shirt. What am I thinking of? But you got, last you got year, like, the, if you, the, if you the completed all the... Triumph, thank you. Yeah, it was, you completed all the old missions and you did all the all the Nancy boy Upgrade stuff. the armor up got, and up and up and up. Yeah, you got the, the Nancy boy stuff. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember what the hell it's called. But anyway, um, that involved PvP. I hate the Crucible. I did it. Suck it up, bitches. Suck it the fuck yeah. up, bitch. It's not bad at all. So to reread that tweet from DMG04... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> be nice to each other fuckers god damn it <laughs> all right so the last word's back it's apparently a god so enjoy that uh-huh i haven't been able to start it yet i don't have the uh the season pass yet because i am poor and i can only play destiny one step at a time <laughs> so i can't start the quest yet but we'll remedy there. that this weekend for you we'll get there um another cool thing that's happened so everyone remembers the good old Whisper of the Worm quest, uh, sitting on I.O. for nine and a half hours waiting for the proper public event to spawn on a Saturday or Sunday. They have changed that now to basically any uh, any day of the week, and it's really any event that spawns, right? Did I read that correctly? It's just always there if I you think want the, to try Yeah, the portal's open yeah. 24-7, 365. Ooh, baby. So yeah. anytime you and want to go do that. Quest. So is yeah. my portal. Hey! Also, his whisper of the worm, if you know what I'm saying. It had to be said. Someone was gonna. It ain't a whisper; it's a shout. Throw my head back and shout! (laughs) (laughs) Come on now! That's what Lindsay does every time she sees it. She plays Destiny. That's awesome, dude. Good for her. Hey, Brett, <laughs> just kick Russ out of the call. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, she writes all his jokes, so. Um, another cool thing that's going on, they're doing some changes, getting the clan back together. Um, the most important thing they're Sorry, doing the clans here, which makes me super happy, because when they did this change originally, I was like, why? 
So they're returning to the Destiny 2 launch system for gaining clan experience. Just go play activities in the game and you'll earn clan XP instead of having to do daily clan bounties. Thank the Lord. I hated that. I always forgot to pick them up. (laughs) And then it was always like, oh, I don't feel like doing this stuff. So the clan never got anything. It was... Right. Well, I mean, when you're in a clan that's only got five active players. Yeah. Well, that, exactly. Uh, one of them was, that does not include me. But and then like that change, like really hurt. Like you said, you know, smaller clans. It was like, well, I guess we're never going anywhere because we can only gain this experience by doing this specific thing. So, yeah, that hurt. So I'm really glad they're averting that. Uh, there are now three weekly bounties that require playing with your clanmates to complete. There will always be one PVE raid and PVP weekly bounty from Hawthorne. They reward legendary gear and a big chunk of clan XP. Ooh. I mm-hmm. just want an easy way to go from 340 light, which is where I'm at. You are way past that. Russ, we went through the Forsaken campaign. You're way past but 340. You you forgot the best part about the the redo of the clan rewards is when you hit I think it's rank three for your clan. You start getting mod components for each bounty. And then once you reach a higher one, I think it stacks up to five. Then you start getting master cores. Four, you receive enhancement cores. And at rank six, your clan will unlock a fourth weekly bounty. That's that's huge right there. Because that's just another avenue for everyone to get those. I mean, you can go to eight of one and buy components, but... Not everybody has unlimited, you know, weapon parts. It's well, just and I, I, a I cool like reward. That. That, was, that was one of my concerns earlier, uh, was m- the master core economy, right? Because yeah, I wanted to be over. able... <laughs> Can't make yeah. any cookies anymore. You know, I, I just... I Everything required master cores, and they dropped so little. I mean, it's... Granted, it's been a few months since I've played, so that may have changed in that few months. But it, it was grueling to try and be like, oh, oh, they have Master Course. I will suck your cock for a Master Course. Just well, give it to me. Just you know? putting it out there. <laughs> yeah. So the name changed. <laughs> if listeners, please watch this show live. Twitch.tv no, no, slash no, Just no, Some no, Guardians. No, no, no. <laughs> just Sentinel, Sentinel looks away and I find nine times this episode he's just gone deer in the headlights just <gasps> at the camera. <laughs> it's been great. Carry on, sorry. I'm sorry. I just say whatever comes to mind and sometimes that isn't the greatest thing. Hey, yo, spider. <laughs> Please don't ever do a psychological profile on me. Just... Just next episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Do it. I'll pay for it. <laughs> but only um, if you profile me too. <laughs> and then a bunch of other stuff that I don't really care about going on. We don't well again, we don't read everything. We just hit on the things that are really important to us. Like the clan changes because we are a very tiny clan. This is huge. We're just, we're just, just, just some guardians. I mean, we're not. <laughs> just, just some guardians here. And How many the people are in quest. the clan? Like five, six? No, we've got like two pages of people. Oh, do we? Okay. No, that's your friends list. <laughs> oh! Because <Yeah. laughs> you have no friends. Oh, my gosh. Sorry. Uh, wait, is that a small amount of friends? Because that's all the friends I got. 
Like seriously, I I don't have to scroll down on my friends list whenever I look on the PS4 to see who's on. It's just like normally like five or six people. Yeah, I had no. I, I'm sure everyone has gone through this. Uh, this is a couple months ago, Nick. You remember this when I, I sat down with my friends list from like doing LFG Who raids the for the Leviathan, and then um, all the raids in D1. And I just went, went to my friends list of people I haven't talked to for ever, and I was like, "Okay, do you remember what this name was and where they what? belonged? <laughs> okay, you I can delete them." <laughs> oh yeah, I, I I I still like every once in a while when I I'll just open up the PSN app on my phone and see who's online and be like, nope, bye, nope, bye. I mean, I, I used to admin like a, uh, a, a 200 member clan, destiny clan. So like, and every time someone would apply, I would ask them to add like all the admins. So we get to know them before accepting them into the clan. So like at one point I had like 600 people on my friends list and I got down to like uh, 200 something now. So <laughs> I still have a ways to go. <laughs> See, I'm paranoid. Like, somebody will send me a friend invite, and I'm like, I don't know who you are, man. Why are you sending me a friend invite? I'm but I, I'm paranoid. Like, <laughs> yeah, and then they're like, yeah, we talked last week. I'm like, who the hell are you? I don't know who you are. Don't send me a friend invite. I don't want to get to know people. Yeah, I don't even know you. Um, yeah, so there we go. Uh, crazy story, guys. So, uh, as everyone knows, I'm a letter carrier, mailman, United States Postal Service. I'm on my route. Is this a poop story? This is not a poop story. This is the story you know? I've been waiting for all day. Um, okay. So I'm on my route, right? And and I've seen two people on my route wearing Destiny shirts. Mm. And I have really bad anxiety. Surprise. And so even when it's just me and them and I'm talking to them face to face and they're wearing it and I have the perfect opportunity. No, I puss out. I don't say a word. Um, so I finally got up the courage to talk to one of them and, um, uh, they had no idea who I was, but they actually have listened to our show before. <laughs> Wait, what? <Really? laughs> yeah. It, it was, oh, uh, God. it was trippy. They don't listen anymore. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but he, he said, he's like, Oh, what? Cause he was, we were talking, I asked if he had listened to any podcasts he named off, you know, like DCP and stuff. And I was like, oh, I actually have one. He's like, no way. And he's like, I think I've listened to you guys before at one point in time. And it was a, uh, it was trippy <laughs> to say the least. Uh, yeah. I would wow. be tripped. Yeah. I've waited. Uh, I mean, he has no idea who we are, so that doesn't matter. But like every time I go to GameStop, I'm wearing destiny shirts. And I'm like, nothing. Random guy on my route. It's a small world. So, so there was, uh, I was watching, it was a Dungeons and Dragons YouTuber who does like these skits and animated, he was telling the story about how he went to uh, the stream of Many Eyes, which is, uh, you know, when whenever uh, Dungeons and Dragons is getting ready to publish a new uh, campaign or adventure, they'll, they'll have like a 24 hour, 48 hour stream uh, where they'll run people through like aspects of it and they'll get like Deborah Ann Wall from Daredevil and Matt Mercer and people like that and they'll DM games and stuff like that. And so he went to it to watch it and he's like, he was talking about how he kept expecting people to, to recognize who he was and he was just waiting for that moment and then he realized that he's never actually showed his face. <laughs> YouTube, it's, just, it's just his voice and he always does like this weird kind of uh, um, uh, character voice. Um, and he was like, 
Yeah, then I realized nobody's actually seen my face and they would not be able to know who I was anyway. Holy <laughs> realization. It just yeah. dawned on him. That's incredible. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, I got to tell him the dude's here. This is That was insane. So, hey, if you decide to pick us up again, hello. And um, <laughs> sorry, I dropped your package in the snow. This is the show snow. that he listens to now because he's like, hey, I know that guy. Yeah, right. <laughs> You're on our show now, buddy. Yikes. I wonder if that guy's my mailman. <laughs> <laughs> Said no one ever. Right. You're going to get a letter cool. that somebody's put in there that's like, hey, are you Elmer Fudd? Uh, I don't know what I, I'd probably just switch routes. <laughs> I just quit my job. I think right, I, I, I got to get out of here. I, I can't handle this. <laughs> Feels Too much anxiety. anxiety. Exactly. It'd be awful. That's all right. Next time, just call me, put me on speakerphone, and I'll talk to him for you. Okay. Forever. Yeah. I'll be your your. He'll be like, what show are you again? And you'll start rambling, and he'll go, oh, that show. Oh, that one. That's why I stopped listening is because you wouldn't shut up. Three words, Wheel of Time. Look, it's a great series. No, stop it. Let me tell you why. Stop it. No. (laughs) Oh, sit down. Kick your feet up, grab a beverage, and enjoy this. Look, I can tell you probably the whole story in my own words. It may take a few hours, but we'll get there. We're going to go ahead and slide. It's going to be a new podcast I'm going to start. I'm just going to start telling the stories of books in my own words. And then this dude busted in, and he was like, hey, I don't believe you're the Dragon Reborn. And the Dragon Reborn was like, damn, what the truck Russell, have you been drinking? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> Which is surprising. Okay. I just want to clarify. Uh, we're going to slide towards the end of the show here. We mentioned Destiny. There you go. It's a Destiny. We can enjoy that. Um, also, <laughs> with Destiny, we got an email from Laz, guys. Woo! He has a Destiny question. It says, hey, all. <laughs> Hello, Laz. It's been a busy Hi. Destiny news week with a last word quest dropping last Tuesday, but I'm curious about Season of the Drifter. The trailer for Last Word says every hero needs a villain, which made me want to watch Mission Impossible 2. I don't know about anyone else, but that's fine. Uh, which supposedly references Thorn returning. Do you think we'll ever get a scenario where we would choose light or shadow? Example, could Bungie have held the Last Word quest till next season, then released a quest for Thorn, but you could only choose one to follow? Dun, dun, dun. I suppose they could have done it, but the problem with an option to choose light or dark, and I hate to say this because the Destiny community is so good in so many ways, but the bitching would never stop. Oh, yeah. So if you could only pick one thing, (laughs) it would not fly. Whether it was from, from a narrative standpoint and then narratively your perspective changed or not. The, the community would never stand for it. So, no, I don't think it would ever happen. I think it would be okay if you could... Like, it wasn't locked per account, but if you could, you know, per character or whatever. Um, I think most people would be okay. There would be the few outspoken people. Anyway, I'll reserve my answer until the end. Of time. Our beautiful... <laughs> no! <laughs> the end of the Wheel of Time! And then the Wheel of Time segue! So, muting Russell? Hey, guess, what do you guys think? I think it'd be great to have the option. I mean, so many uh, 
players in the community really are drawn to the uh, the darkness, if you want to put in that I you know, contest. Yeah, but uh, with the Dredgen title coming out and more and more kind of rumors and teasers about harnessing the darkness and uh, oh, what's the expansion called? Uh, the one for next fall. Um, starts with a P. Not no, no, that wait, no, 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 that's not it. Oh Regardless, my God, it's, it's yeah. on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> Moving penis. On. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, just ruin that. No, sorry, I think it would be great to have. I think it would be great to have that that sort of option to have players pick which side they wanted to be, you know, uh, whether they wanted to have more more powers essentially for light and have that kind of translate into their character or harness more darkness and have, you know, have some sort of attribute, you know, combined with, you know, the decisions you make. And yeah, I think it would be cool. Don't get me wrong. I would love it. I just don't think it would ever happen. And, and I don't think, let, let me let me be clear here. I don't think Bungie, no. under the thumb of Activision, has the balls to do it. But so will it, will it? But will it, that that means it won't happen now? It won't happen with anything that they had planned while under the thumb of Activision. It'll happen I, later. I don't know about that because Bungie, yeah. even under Activision, had creative control and you know still owned the Destiny property. I mean, they definitely had their entourage come through and give suggestions but they never really had to follow it i mean them developing the storyline of destiny 2 was essentially all the writers at bungie not not you know combined forces at the activision publisher yeah because that was part of their tenure you know, contracts, you know, Bungie going in with Activision as a publisher, they would retain the intellectual property of oh, yeah, Destiny, but also creative control. So I think it, they just couldn't find a way to really bring it into the game the best way that they could, because Bungie's very, sure. very particular of how they deliver content and bring things into the storyline. If it doesn't make much sense, they're going to hold off until they get a better better feel on it. I think it's a good time now. I think it also... We got pyramid shit coming. Not wanting... Not, would probably freak out. I really think that's a big part of it. The, the light oh, versus yeah. dark, it would have to be one... For the community to be, to be accepting of it, by and large, it would have to be one-to-one balanced on either side. Oh, yeah. And, and then no what's way. what's the point in making a choice, then, if it's purely I get darker shaders. A, a cool effect. Yeah, I mean, a, a cool effect. <laughs> you know, the, the... Yeah, I mean... The the ability to to be a part of the darkness now, I, I think that would be enough. I mean, yeah, I mean, it would kind of feel. I mean, to balance it, it might feel a little false, but here's what you do, okay? Hit me. You make last word kinetic. You make <laughs> thorn an energy weapon and just piss everyone off. Everybody off. <laughs> 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 
Problem solved. Including you your mother. Average Joe. So I, I have such a hard time because average Joe, he just keeps such a straight face most of the time. I'm like, I can't tell if he thinks that we're idiots or if he thinks that we're funny. Oh, he definitely honest. thinks we're idiots. Oh, well, uh, fair enough. <laughs> as long as I'm an idiot and not an idiot, I'm okay. Yeah, idiot. We're all just average Joes, man. In our hearts. <laughs> it's so beautiful. <laughs> I wish that I was had you inside me. If you know. Anyway, <laughs> does it get warm in here? It is actually kind of. Dude, I'm about to take my pants off. I got some major. You're stuff. wearing your pants right now. I don't know why. Nobody can see below there. I can imagine. <laughs> that was my dick. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, you fucking. Uh, all right, so let's uh, slide into the end of the show here, guys. Um. <laughs> Sentinel Pappy never got to give his answer, and you never gave yours, and I never yeah. gave mine. Hey, Jesus, bitches! Give your answer. You say Jesus, bitches? I I caught that too. Right? <laughs> I, I was, I was a little confused by it, but I was I like, think, yeah, whatever. I think I did. I think I did. All right, you did. So, what are your guys' answers? <clears throat> Well, I mean, I, I think it would be an interesting feature doing the darkness and the light, but uh, I don't. It'll never happen. Um, I love it when you look at me like that. Just kidding. Okay, <laughs> when you call me big. Pop. No, um, no, I think it'd be an interesting feature, but uh, I think there's too many. Uh, the. the there's too many complexities to it to make it work smoothly. So I don't think it would ever happen. Mm-hmm. It'd be interesting, but oh, like, for sure. Just, no. Russ, what do you got, bud? Um, and well, that's I, all the I, time I, we I, have this week. So that's fair enough. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> I, I, I think it would be a really cool mechanic. I think that they could do it in a cool way. I think they could even like, even if they tied it to subclasses, Right, because we've gotten a lot of those and they've expanded out. And then if we were to go forward, you know, here's the introduction of a new subclass type. You can choose the light or the darkness to get this extra thing that does a thing. You know, that would be cool. I mean, because so far we've it seems as if we've been choosing the light. I don't know if they may they may flip a script on us and it may, you know, some kind of major twist. But as far as we know, so far we've been following the light, following the Traveler, right? Because the darkness has been trying to kill the Traveler. Um, and so it would be a cool thing of, hey, if you choose the darkness, here is a cool flip to your subclasses and what they can do and maybe a, a cool super ability, you know? I, that would be interesting. That mm-hmm. would be a cool way to do, to do it. Um, as far as the story goes, I don't think... It, it doesn't make sense in that some NPCs would not interact with you because you're of the darkness now, right? I mean, that would be the assumption. If you came out and you were, I am for the darkness, I'm pretty sure Zavala would be like, get the hell out, man. <laughs> you know? I mean... <laughs> Whoa, Guardian. You, I did not see this yeah. coming. Uh, you know, so there would be some NPCs that, by the very nature of the story, would become... Uh, concerned with your choices, um, and so I don't know if it makes a whole lot of story sense. But if they could, if they could find a way to have it make sense, I mean, the drifter is obviously in the tower, even though he's in like 
a kind of closed off area where you have to like squeeze under a door to get to him. Um, I, I, I think it would be interesting. I would like to see it happen, but I have the same kind of concerns that Sentinel Pappy and, uh, and Nick have. I, I don't know if it would. I, I don't know if it would, even though I think it would be cool. That's I think the, it'll be a I, mesh. There'll be some like darkness and light. Uh, Penumbra is the name of the uh, expansion, and the definition is you know a balance between light and dark. So I think that would be cool. It'll you'll have to wield light and dark powers in your supers and this and that to take on the whatever the pyramid people are. I mean, Fire, Fire, pyramid Fire. head from Fire. Silent Hill. You never know. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Pyramid head from Silent Hill. We're going to hear metal scratching, and then all of a sudden, people's skin is going to get ripped off right in front of us. Well, that's pretty but hardcore. The, the, the question is, is will it be permanent? Because I could see them doing that, kind of like uh, in the uh, uh, Dawn of Iron. Is that, is that right? Is that... Rise of Iron. <laughs> Rise of Iron. Yeah, whatever. I'll take it on. Biting a couple of things. Uh, Rise of Iron, you got that cool sword, but you could... Or the hammer. The hammer. The cool hammer that you could only use at certain times. Or like the javelin in Rasputin, where you could use it at certain times, but not all the time kind of thing. Did that make any sense? Did I... Cohesive uh, hope? Was it just kind of... No, right. of chaos. Kind of threw up everywhere, I'm not going to lie. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm still waiting for my opportunity to be a Rasputin guardian because, you know, we got the whole Ya Rasputin speech and nothing's happened since then. Yes, sir. Do what should happen since then? Us ending this show. All right, so before we get out of here, something very important. Uh, a wonderful you haven't individual. given your answer. I did. You did? I said that one, they should be in each slot, and we should just use them both at the same time. So a wonderful individual uh, listened to our show, listened to some feedback, and left us a wonderful iTunes review with everything filled out specifically as needed. Uh, so, Nick, if you could please inform us who it was. <laughs> Uh, the voice requested, and then read out this review. Mm. So, a random knight, and knight is spelled N-I-T-E, left us a five-star review. Thank you. I'm doing a flourishing bow. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That's awesome. And he has requested that two personalities argue over this review. And so I have fought long and hard, and I think I'm going to read it as written and just jazz it up with a little spice. What are you reading it as? So, do you want me to say it, or do you want me to just do it? Just do it. Yeah, just do it. No, let them guess. All right. send it. All right. I'm going to totally get away, Jake, with this. (laughs) <laughs> it's too cold to go outside. It's negative one. I'm not going outside. <clears throat> Zorro, uh, I'm Zorro the Wild. <laughs> From alternating destiny chat to general nerd talk, these guys are no jerk. But who the heck am I kidding? It's all jerks and craziness. A great fun. Nowhere else can you find Poutine or 
beating around the bush sound like a crazed northern precious? I and all that and more, and the next, just some guardians. Nice golem. Well done, sir. That was sexy. Yeah. That is probably the most dry mouth I've ever done golem ever. <laughs> Quotes out of context, adding that to the oh, list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they don't call it the one ring for nothing. <laughs> the one Nick, if you're going to give Gollum an effervescent rustle, you really got to moisten your mouth. Because otherwise, you get blistered. <laughs> it's a whole thing. <laughs> What's happening? All right, we're ending the show, I promise. This is ending. This is it. It's over. Guys, Sentinel Pappy, Average Joe. Your shows, your stuff. <laughs> Plug yourselves. Sure. The um, <laughs> you can. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, he's sorry. never coming on our show again. I'm sorry. I think he, I, I, I think he hates us. <laughs> you can catch everything. Um, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, Facebook, all the places. You can check us out at. Uh, project guardians um just search project guardians org and you'll find us our podcast is the saint 14 project podcast uh, itunes spotify all the places you listen to your podcasts um for me i'm everywhere on the internet as sentinel dad i'm on twitter extra d on the end uh baby yeah joe it's like our own show (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> we don't know what to say. Uh, I'm average Joe. I'm on the Twitters, about forty-one Discord channels, and uh, just like Sentinel said, you can find me on the website. You can, yes, I'm ProjectGuardians.org. By the way, there you go. Nice. ProjectGuardians.org. And that's it. Nice, Nicholas. Yes. Where are you at, baby? I'm on the Twatters. At Sandbag Bob. I'm on PSN at HWF-74. Changing or soon. Changing soon. Soon as they let me. Bitches at PSN need to get wizard. Um, are, are they or, Jesus bitches? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I almost responded to something that you may make you laugh, but I don't know if I should say it with other people. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah no. We'll leave that alone. Yeah, no. No. <laughs> you know exactly what I was going to say. Yep. Um, anyway. Okay. Yes. Anyway, uh, that's pretty much where you can find me. I I have Discord, but let's be honest, I never check it, and I don't never. Care. I don't. I really don't. I'm so sorry. He's not Only a community I- man, ladies and gentlemen. He hates all of you. Every last one of you. He says it all day, every day. Just text us. I hate everybody. Because you I, I know your name, whether you know I know it or not, and I tell people that I hate you. That's not actually individually. <laughs> individually. It's a very long stream of text. I'll it's an you. alphabetical list. He just goes by the alphabet. It's crazy. All right. Russell, where are you at, bud? It's, I believe in you. Uh, let me see if I can get this correct this time. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at drjx. That's J-E-X-0725. Hey, hey, even a blind squirrel gets on that every once in a while. 
Uh, I usually post about D&D stuff and Anthem because that has become New Bay. Uh, ooh, I can't believe I just said that. I, I need to go. How old are yeah, you? No, I don't know. Wow. I don't know why I said it. I don't know why. It just popped out, and I was like, that just came out. Uh, like my penis. Um, so... You can also find me on the Discord in just some Guardians Jackal seven two five zero because I can never remember where the zero goes. Um, I'm sure there's a sex joke in there. Anyway, um, uh, there's I'm usually, the look. I'm in there's the, the look. I'm usually in the D and D channel or Anthem channel or Red Dead uh, Red RDR two. Okay, uh, or the drawings and paintings because that's blown up. That's been cool. Artwork, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we got a lot of miniature stuff in there, which has been really cool lately. Hey, where's me? Um, I look. I haven't even finished Shears M yet. It's been so. Yeah, no, we're ending the we'll show. Been one week this since you looked yeah. at me. This is it. <laughs> been one week since you looked at oh, me. Oh God, no. Uh, <laughs> uh, thank you all for surviving episode fifty nine. Of just some guardians when we do the show sadly even though you should check it out um thursday night starting about 11 30 p.m eastern standard time if average joe is not on that is the correct start time uh <laughs> <laughs> tv slash just some guardians you can find us on twitter at jsg cast linked to the twitter as a way to get into our discord where we have channels for all sorts of things so many different games that everyone's playing converse about them make new yeah. friends we got a place to link all your youtube stuff um, the drawings, paintings uh, part is blown up. A forge work, um, a lot of miniatures, hand done paintings, everything has been really cool. Watching everyone come together in there, <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> then one week since you looked at me, and uh, yes, there's that. Uh, you can find us iTunes, uh, Spotify, all that good jazz. Uh, as for myself, you can find me on oh, Twitter and Twitch is. at Elmer Fudd Games. Double M, double D. Uh, fun fact, I'm trying to force my wife to get through Kingdom Hearts 3 as quickly as possible uh, because Matthew Mercer tweeted that he is in fact in it, but you have to beat the game and it's at the end of the credits. So I'm pushing her really hard because I really want to know what that even means. Yeah. All right, Russell, take us out. Critical Role takes place in the Kingdom Hearts universe? Oh, that would be awesome. Uh, join us next week on Just Some Guardians for utter incompetency and mutual chaos. I'm to change it up a little bit this time. I'm um, not happy. I apologize. You seem to be very much upset. No, not at all. <laughs> this is, we're here for you. This is a safe space. Joe, you know Rude. him better than any of us. Does he hate us now? Absolutely not. Okay. You guys are right. I've never heard so many penis references and jokes in one show. <laughs> <laughs> You've never heard so many penis references oh, or jokes. Before we go, because I got to have this as the the intro. Um, uh, setting up happy. Could you apologize for me? No. I, Listen to my podcast. <laughs> no, no, <I> <laughs> 